We're coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. All right, unspoken oh, words, yeah. episode 48 in the house. 48. 48. 48. 48. All right, over here to my right. <laughs> <laughs> over here to my right. He's the ace. He's the horn one, ace of bass. Your favorite Indian, JC Bass. Hey, what's up? What's up? And over here to my left. He ain't even trying to preach. Randy being the place to be. Pod God, he said, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's the Walt Gilmore episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dad. I looked him up. I looked him up last night. Walt Gilmore, 1971. Yeah. Who did he play for? Bullets? Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers, man. Yeah. He had a cool fro going, too. He's kind of going bald, too, isn't he? Yeah. Walt G. <laughs> Walt G. Walt G. Shout out to Walt G. <laughs> hey, and you know me, M.T. Barrow, Street Chief Messiah, Mr. Pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. You guys are just looking into each other's eyes. Choked. Choked, A.K.A. Bro. Mr. Take Your Lighter. A.K.A. XBIA Firefighter. Firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another little cool tidbit I found yesterday about number 48. 48 is an auspicious number meaning determined to prosper mm. or simply prosperity, which is good for business business nice come on so i claim that number 48 and i'm gonna walk it out son yes sir <laughs> right on right on so it's a beautiful day today i don't understand why it's it's fall time now it's still in the 80s i don't know what's up man i was like you walk out in the morning it's nice and brisk you're like oh feels good and afternoon comes along you try to walk across town walk Couple blocks and you're dripping sweat. <laughs> oh, I was surprised I had a long sleeve shirt on too. I know, and I'm like pulled it up. I'm like, dang, gotta get some fresh air in there. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you guys ready for? Okay, so I got a game for us. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm inspired by JC's trivia game last week, and then in the midst of it, I was listening to the episode. Uh, Randy said, uh, Res Jeopardy. So I was like, oh, now I got my wheels rolling. So both you guys inspired this game for us. What you looking at? <laughs> I bet it was shirt. Awesome. That's an awesome I, 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 I won't share it. That's, I won't share it. That's a, for your eyes only. <laughs> You got an awesome pick of Dog, I, I didn't even see that. I was trying to get this right here. Let me, let me see. Looks like JC's going up for a slam dunk with his mouth to... wide open on this picture that he took. Damn. 
That's Western crazy. Eyes. We were all in right in the opening, but I was trying to get, take a picture of the the wall back there. <laughs> and so I you can't take a bite of his mic. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had dinner yet. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what I was doing right there. I don't know. That's really weird. That is weird. I didn't even notice that. No, I didn't even notice that. Though. I almost put send. Oh, oh not, bro. You did the crop down, not yeah. part out. Put no. a happy face oh, over oh, it. Oh, no, just take happy another face. picture up there. <laughs> oh, I almost did it again. Oh, man. <laughs> no, this time you won't be in a picture. Oh, oh. <laughs> this time you're not even in it, bro. Yeah, right <laughs> Got him. Got him. Foss looks like he's taking a big old bite of his mic. <laughs> like a marsh big old <laughs> never mind. <laughs> burnt marshmallow. Yeah. Yuck, <laughs> don't talk to me like that. Yuck, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So the number one rule of Res Trivia, Res Jeopardy, is there are no rules. No points being collected. You guys just pop off like that's JC's number one rule. Is yeah. Right? You just pop out. Pop it off. So I got these questions written up okay. uh, for my own memory, Res Trivia. And there is multiple acceptable answers. Okay. All right. I like that. Okay. So, okay. First one. On the Res... What does one say when they are low on gas? I'm on E. Uh-huh. What else? I'm on E, Gawa. I'm yep. on e, Gawa. Yep. What else? Anything else? Hey, are you, you, got any, you got any money, Uncle? No. No? Nope. Survey says, oh, man, it's like family feud. What is huh? it? Should I just tell you guys? No, yeah. wait, wait. I have other. I have two more. Uh, on here, that empty. Uh, I'm on E. I'm on Egawa. Oh, I'm on. Oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> yuck. I'm on Ellis. Whoa. I never heard that one. It's an LG thing. I apologize for that one. That was a local joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A local thing right there. I was there. like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got traumatized. Okay. Oh, running on fumes? No. Uh, uh, Dallas. All right. All right. I have one gas. Oh, I'm on one gas. Yeah. All right. I've never heard that. I need to make gas. Oh, I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah, To make gas. You know, like the little notches on the thing? Yeah. You're on one gas. Oh, yeah. You never heard that? No. Ah, uh-huh, man, where are you from? You must have been in Bownap those years. Those <laughs> <years>. <laughs> I've never heard, I've heard that I have to make gas or you can, yeah, make uh. gas. Or, how do you do that? <laughs> I have to go make gas. I have to go make gas. <laughs> All right. I punished that one. <laughs> Pause. I know. I should have told you guys off air. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into it, though, bro. I know. I don't know. Okay. On the res, what does one say when talking about someone who's being conceited? Acting, Acting bad. somehow. Oh, Fuzz, you got both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to act somehow. Yeah. Yeah. They're acting bad. They're being somehow. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one Both of you guys got both the answers That's awesome <laughs> You're telekinesic You're telekinesic I know, I know Okay <laughs> When you're cruising 
and you see that res dog that bit you or tried to bite you, what would you do? Run it over. Oh, <laughs> what else? Don't try to door it with yeah. the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said door that mother sucker. <laughs> door it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Have you heard that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, huh? One time I doored a res dog that tried to bite me. And he went just spinning on his back, looking like he was breakdancing. <laughs> so bad, yeah, some people get ruthless, boy. I remember I one know. time I tried to do that, and I swung and missed, and that door came back and almost started like, hitting my hand. Oh. It didn't smash it, but it like oh. hit, my, hit my knuckles. So I was like, oh, bad idea. Oh, man. I swung Instant and missed. Instant karma. Instant <laughs> karma. karma. Okay. You're cruising, and you miss your turn. What do you do? Flip a yep. Do a Yui. Yeah, I had both. I had to flip the female dog in heat. <laughs> flip the bee. Flip a bee. <laughs> okay. So you're walking to the store, and some res dogs spot you and start growling. What do you do? That depends. Bark at it. Uh huh. Cool. Act like yeah. <laughs> act, act like you're gonna pick up a rock and throw oh, yeah. it. Yeah, act yeah, like yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they see they see you bend over and then they yeah take off. Yeah. But they, then hey, sometimes yeah, that backfires like, though, man. They see you what try to pick up a rock and then they like they right, come man, after you. Come on, you. Then. Come on go in, in. Like oh, I don't have a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's you right. never run when you see it. No, 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 no. You do not. You. Oh, man. <laughs> All the rest dogs are chasing you. Yeah. Especially if there's more than one. Oh, man. man. You're going to end up on somebody's car. And they get pretty ballsy. Yeah, when there's more than one. Yeah. yeah, they remember all those times you doored them. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I said pick up imaginary rocks and pretend to throw them. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Okay, um, I got a couple more here. Says, You're in a rush and driving. What terminology would you use to describe how fast you're driving? I'm blazing. Yep. Oh, man. He took I the blaze. One. He took That's the funny because I, I said that to my coworker yesterday. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I blaze, man. And they're like, blaze? I've never heard that before. <laughs> he say I try to haul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that's kind of more specific to where we're from, J.C., uh, she's needle bam snip snap sack. I don't know. You got me there. Okay, I was going pop when I know. Oh yeah, yeah. pop when I know. Pop when I know. <laughs> Never heard that one. You bro. Never did. Oh man. I said, man, I was trying to get to Walmart. I was closes at ten. I left Papua at nine. Man, I was going pop when I know all the way. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, Papa Nino. Papa Nino, Nino, Nino. Hey, yo, what name? Sounds like a peyote song. That's what he's going Okay, this one, I think it's kind of cheesy, but I'll go for it. Uh, you're cruising, and you see a car full of your friends drive by in the opposite direction. How do you stop them? Your lights. Yeah, okay, like keep three. going, keep going. Wait, stick your hand out the window and go like this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, wait. you flash your lights like. Yeah, but they already went by. Oh, oh you hit your brakes. brakes. Yeah, you pump your brakes. There you go. That always works. Then they stop and turn around and they're like, oh, what's up? What you doing? 
Or, or also, like, if you pass somebody you know and then maybe they're going around a corner or they're almost hitting the dog and they hit their brakes and then so you do yours and they do theirs and then you stop, back up. What do you yeah. want? Like, Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just try not to hit that dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always a good signal. Back in the day, I don't know if they do it much now. Because I was on the res the other day, Sunday, and um, I gave a ride to my cousin from my mom's house. He was going back to his house. And then we passed his brother, and I pumped the brakes when he went by. But he's from the younger generation. He's still in high school, and he drove by, and I pumped my brakes to stop him, and he just kept going. I was like, man, these youngsters just don't know. You don't even know. Don't that's, know nothing. That, that's crazy because, you know, when I went out there, I seen uh, my niece. She was on the res line. <laughs> and I didn't know it at the time, but she was out of gas. Oh. But when I went by, she just kind of, you know, did one of these. She just kind of stuck her hand up like she was waving. Mm-hmm. And that didn't look urgent to me, so I kept going. I went to Pryor, <laughs> did what I had to do, and I turned around. I came back. She was still there, and she did, <laughs> she did the same thing. She just kind of went like this. What? And then I would come to find out she was out of gas, and I was like, well, how come you didn't? Ah! Yeah. But they say, oh, she's not really like that. She doesn't. She's not one to. But if I needed gas, bro, and I seen my uncle drive by, I'd be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, I would have started walking a long time ago. <laughs> Why don't you just standing by her car? <laughs> but but, but see, nowadays is different, though. But, 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 oh, true. But then both times when I went by, there was already a car there uh, parked with her. So I don't know what they were uh, doing for that time that I passed them the first time. Oh, and they never brought a gas the whole time? I don't know what they did. That they car had, was still there? When you went yeah, back? Yeah, when I went back, yeah. Again? Actually, there was another one. There was three of them there. Huh. The, the, her car and then two two other vehicles. And But what got me was, like, if she wanted me to stop, she didn't really, you know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, wave yeah, both yeah. hands. Yeah, wave both <coughs> hands. <coughs> but basically, she looked like she was just saying, hi, how you doing? Wave wildly. Yeah. Wave like a wave like you just don't care. Yes. Wave fran- frantically. Oh, man, you guys see the Super Bowl lineup? Oh yeah, Dr. JC Dre, just told me. Eminem, yeah. Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Mary, Blige. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I love that lineup. I could do without Kendrick. I don't like his voice. Um, but other than that, I love it. It's probably gonna be an awesome show. Yes, sir. Um, would, better than the past two ones. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah, that that week the weekend. What did I yeah. call him earlier? Yeah. The game. I tried to yeah. say the weekend, but I said the game. <laughs> oh, okay. The weekend, the weekend game. Was, the weekend game. <laughs> but I was like, man, what, what's going on? I don't, I don't get it. It was more like a like performance art than yeah. show, yeah. like like a concert, which is I. Yeah, I mean, it was all right. I thought it was kind of cool. He's saying his hits and stuff. But then, like, he went back into there. And then, like, I was like, what? Like, why? Like, why would he do that? And he was wearing There's that. like thousands, tens of thousands of people out here, and you're back in here with your cameraman. I'm like, the, the, the coolest one I saw was. What like, do you mean? Remember, yeah, he went like. Like in was, the middle of his show, he went back into that prop thing that was on stage, and then like he was they, singing and dancing around with him, all these mirrors and stuff. Yeah, they just oh. showed him on camera. So basically, they probably just, and if you were in the crowd, they probably just saw him on the. Big screen. Big screen, yeah. Jumbotron, or whatever you call it these days. Yeah, and okay. I was just kind of like, what? But I was going to say. Who hired this crackhead? The, the, the best one I saw, I think I saw was. <laughs> damn. <laughs> was uh, La- Lady Gaga when she first came out and she was way up there. Uh-huh. She kind of ziplined down. Did she zipline or did she come down like that? I can't remember, but she was like way up there and she, man, that was a. I think I didn't. 
I might have missed that one. Took a lot of stones for that one. The Super Bowls haven't been too exciting for me lately. Hmm. Not since Justin and Janet. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, you know, I watched that game, but I, I blanked out. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember that part. I don't even remember. I think I remember watching that one. When Justin and Janet? Yeah, I did watch that one. Yeah, I watched it. I think I was just like, what just happened? I was just kind of more in shock about it. And I didn't really see anything. Yeah. But then, like, later on, you know, then, like, people were talking about it and outraged. Like, I think ever since then, they started doing, like, the whole 15-second delay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers was, like, one of the best ones. But then, like, come to find out afterwards, they were just lip-singing and they weren't really playing. I'm sure they do that a lot. Because right, yeah. they're old. Well, not them in particular, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of these artists do that. Oh, yeah, I imagine. Uh, or they have that, at least have the backing track. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then they all... Um, they all mentally vanilla it now. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. And then they threw Millie Vanilli under the bus for it. But I guess they couldn't actually sing. They couldn't? Could not. That wasn't uh, even their voices. Oh, well, yeah. But. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. If we blame it on anything, let's blame it on the rain. Hey, keep going. Blame it on the You got to do the dance for it. Blame yeah. it on the rain. <laughs> rain. <laughs> Yeah, sing that hook. Sing that hook. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we're warm. <laughs> What's one more? One more res dog thing. One more res thing? I'm all yeah. out. Okay. I'll make some more. That was a good one. I like uh, that one. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, those sir. are all I could think of last night. That was kind of like uh, um, with those with the multiple answers, like uh, Family Feud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Survey says. Ding, 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 ding. So if 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 anybody out there who's listening, if you got some some of your own res trivia, res trivia, but yeah, I was going to say like some of your own answers to those questions. Let us know. Oh yeah, yes sir. Hit us inbox. up inbox inbox me Facebook oh, yeah. page. Yeah, stay tuned to our Facebook page and our Facebook group. I'll post these questions and I want to hear guys' answers. Nice, yes, sir. There we go. There we go. I'll post a question a day. Cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Until next week. All right. So I think we are warmed up. Unspoken words. We're ready to get into our main topic. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. This week, I found this article on Inc.com, I-N-C.com. Um, nine valuable principles that will make you treat people better. Um, and our topic for episode 48 is treating others as human beings, mm. putting the humanity back into our interactions. <clears throat> and this article has like uh, a list of things that you can do. I don't think we'll get through all of them tonight, so we might have a part two down the road, which is fine. Um, and we'll just try to tackle as many as we, as many as we can in the next forty five minutes. I think I think we should though, because there's this. I thought it was a good article. Oh yeah, it's a really good article. I like you said, like before we recorded, like when I read through it, I was like, wow, this just makes me want to be a better person. Yeah, it's like it, 
makes you think and like, man, I would just want to, I want to try some of this stuff right now. Yeah, for sure. Like putting it into action. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start with the first one on the list. It says, instead of judging people by their past, stand by them and help them build their future. Mm. Everyone has a past. Some are a source of pride and others are best left behind. But whatever their past, people do change and grow. So instead of judging, stand by and support them as they move toward their future. Yes. Treat them with respect and make their journey and make their journey your own. <clears throat> now open it up to you, gentlemen. So please. Well, you know what they say, judge not lest ye be judged. Um I I that's that's a big one because uh you know, as somebody with a admittedly bad behavior, well, I'll just leave it at that. In uh-huh. my past, you know, some of the things that I, some of the BS that I pulled. Yeah. Um, man, it it it's just so empowering to have people like you two, you know, and some other people that are <clears> in my <throat> life that 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 look past that and don't even don't even mention. You know, we don't even talk about it, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like if we're discussing it amongst ourselves or like maybe within a talking circle or whatever, um, that's one thing, but day-to-day conversation, you know, then I can be myself, right? Yeah. And so I can absolutely empathize. I can have that empathy. Like I know what it's like to feel, and maybe me, people aren't even <clears throat> judging me, but I know that those people exist. Oh, yeah. And that's that's a whole other can of worms I won't open right now, but... But I can truly empathize with somebody who who would feel like they're they're being judged, and so today I I, I try not to do that. I mean, I, I make that conscious effort to to catch you know I, I catch myself like, am I being judgmental against this person because of such and such? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think you know with that CCR cross community reconciliation project that we were we are, we're still in. Yeah. Um. I think that kind of went along. I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with that too. Cause like not only about your past, but maybe about the color of your skin or your sexual preference or, you know, um, if you just, you know, you can fill in the blank for all kinds of stuff. If you like fry bread or not. If you like fry bread. Who doesn't like fry bread? <laughs> yeah. That guy I'll judge. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, who, me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't like... You, I like fry bread. If it's not fresh. Yes, I really yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy fresh fry bread better. Mm-hmm. Like then, it's like... Rain. So, uh, like, I can... I'm actually going to eat fry bread after this. My what? Yeah, my sister's Man. birthday today, so... Real happy birthday to your sister. Happy birthday, sister. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy birthday, <laughs> hey, oh, hey. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> 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 I thought you were done singing that way later. Hey, uh. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my, my uncle Harlan, man, that reminds me of my uncle Harlan. He's uh, an elder, my one, my my grandparent, my grandmother's uh, youngest brother. Yeah. And every time a car would pull up, man, he'd get excited and. Elon, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good one. I'll I like never, that. I'll never forget his. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good. Anyway, one. Judge, judging, judging people. So judging people, right? Like, yeah, go for it. I think there's more power in in seeing who somebody could be mm. than remembering who they were. Yeah. Like life is all about growth. Like if I never grew, I would have never became who I am today. Yeah. But also with being who I am today, my future is brighter than it is now. Word. And if people treated me like how they should have treated me back then, I would have never became who I am today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because a few certain people believed in me that I decided to change my life. Mm. Um, but there's this one book that I read, and this guy started an awesome uh, ministry out in New York City. But what changed his life was the man that reached out to him, right? So he reached out to him, and, and this whole time he was a gangbanger. He's into the wrong things. He was doing everything differently. Well, in that they had like a meeting and they invited all these different gangs and everything. And, and in that meeting, there was an offering portion taken. And this man was like, because he was discipling him at the time, he was like, and that guy, like he told him, like, I want you to take the offering. And he's like, okay. So his plan was like, man, I'm going to take all that money <laughs> yeah. from everybody and I'm going to run out the back door when I go to the back. Like that was his plan. Yeah. But as he began to get the the people's finances together and just seeing this, like all these different gangs from the city of New York coming together and rather than take off with that offering, he goes, man, he goes, I had it all set up. And he goes, when I walked to the back, the door was open. I could have easily walked out. Yeah. But he goes, but one thing stuck out to me was like, when I was ready to leave, he goes, this man trusted me. Mm-hmm. And because this man trusted me, it changed my life. Mm. And the man that was going to take off that night ended up becoming like a, he started Teen Challenge. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Like, and I think there's power in that. Like seeing somebody and, and, and seeing where they are, but seeing who they could be. Yeah. But. I'm not the one that said that, so it doesn't apply. <laughs> I was going to say, where's the <clears throat> power, <laughs> power, <laughs> wonder working power in, in the, the blood. blood. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, man, that's a really powerful, powerful story. Go ahead, JC. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really like awesome story because, like, on that same note, like, you know, as others that didn't judge me uh, for what I had done, and a lot of it, you know, they didn't even know what I did. Yes, but. You know, as I walk the red road, these different individuals start coming into my life and 
just trusted me. It's like, hey, this is what I want to do. And they're like, okay, cool. Here, here's some keys to this building. You go do what you were going to do. I was like, what? You know? Yeah. You know, so, like, I totally related with that story. I was just like, yeah, it was definitely people that didn't judge me for my skin color or for the fact that I'm, you know, addict alcoholic. But they're just like, okay, this guy has a vision. I'm going to come alongside them, and I'm going to help them. Yes. And I'm going to trust them to do what they said they were going to do. And, like, these individuals have become, you know, really good friends um, of mine now today and accountability people that I stay accountable to. But it, initially it was, like, what that guy did for that, that gangbanger. Yeah. You know, just trusted them. So... <clears throat> It's huge. Yeah, definitely very, very huge that um, someone believed in me, someone that didn't even know me. And, and it I, goes back. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Goes back. So it goes back to like what I always say, like not that I'm like some smart guy or nothing either, but like. Don't say that about yourself. <laughs> it's easy to point yourself. the dirt out in people's lives, right? Because we all have dirt that in our lives. Yeah. What's harder is pulling the jewels out of each person's life that you meet. Because every person that we come across is valued and loved, whether they see it or not. Yes, sir. Um, my mom always tells me, like, her dad would tell her, like, see that person on the street? Mm-hmm. That person has a family that loves them. Mm-hmm. They're an uncle, a brother, a son, an auntie, a grandma, whatever it is. Like putting the, Like you always say, putting the humanity back into it. Yeah. Somebody somewhere loves that individual. Yeah. So it's like, so you go in with that mindset and you're like, okay, what's the, what's the, um, help me pull the gold out of this person's life. Yeah. Versus calling them for what they are today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no power in that. <clears throat> no, no, no. <laughs> but, Sing, but Jason. That, yeah, <clears throat> once a day. Um, <laughs> that, that, you know, that brings me to the point that I was going to make too. another point was the fact that if we held each other to our worst mistakes, everybody, every person on this planet would fall short. Oh, it doesn't matter who or where you are or, you know, every person falls short Yeah, because we're human beings. We're not perfect. We are fallible and we have faults. And so that being said, I don't have any ground to stand on anyway to to sit here and, you know, <laughs> Josiah gets a kick out of it every time I say it, but to sit here and act self-righteous and sanctimonious. <laughs> yes. I don't have that right because I don't have the ground to stand on. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, we all, we've all fallen short, and I don't think any of us have the right to be sanctimonious and self-righteous, but there is some people out there that are like that. Very judgmental. I can just tell by looking at them. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do they all, judge all you with those, their eyes? <laughs> all those judgy people. I know. I can just tell when I look at them. Don't judge me. <laughs> okay, number two. I mean, the second one on the list. Listen with curiosity, speak with candor, and act with integrity. Listening and with Listening and curiosity allow relationships to thrive. Speaking your truth allows people to be honest with themselves and with you. Acting with integrity keeps relationships on a high standard. 
Relationships need curiosity to grow, candor to deepen, and integrity to continue. And I think that uh, back again to these individuals like Reverend Mulberry, Reverend Harmon, that that's how they treated me. You know, Mm -hmm. they listened with curiosity, spoke with candor, and then they had integrity that, you know, okay, I'm, I'm believing in you to do this job or to say what you're going to do. And then they just kept believing in me and then come along. How can I help? How can I help you? How can I be of service to you? And I'm just like, Oh wow. And it was weird. It was weird at first. Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't ever had that mm-hmm. where people come along like, Oh, how can I help you? Like instead of, you know, being like, well, you, you did this wrong. You need this. Da, 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 da. You know, it was like, how can I help you accomplish what you're trying to do? And I'm just like, um, I don't know. Just cheer me on. Clap your hands. I don't know. You know? And I didn't know how to take that. Yeah. Clap your hands, everybody. I everybody clap, clap your hands. hands. <laughs> um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, for me, like, it's, imp- what's the word? Like, it's imperative. I mean, to be in an act of, I don't know what to, like the right verbiage here. Okay, so it's important to want to listen because you want to grow, right? Yeah. Like I think it always deals with our growth. Life is all about growth. Mm-hmm. And because it's all about growth, it's like if we never listen with curiosity, like what does this man have to share? Like what does this person have to share with me? What can I learn from what they have like mm-hmm. built up inside them? Yeah. Speaking with candor, being open, being honest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so fun. I mean, I, granted, I see it. Like, there's always nicer ways to say stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But before, like, I would say, like, within the past five years, I've I've grown so much. Um, I was just thinking about it. I used to pride myself in being the person that would say the truth. Yeah, say the stuff that others wouldn't or yeah, others are thinking. I'm like, man, I got the, you know what I mean? Like, I'm always going to tell you the truth, my side, their side. But then I realized, I'm like, man, that's not really the way to be, though. Yeah. There's a way to be honest without being offensive. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm finding, like, you know? Yeah, speaking like, your truth. Like the, uh, the term brutally honest. Yeah. You don't have to be brutal. No. You can be honest, but you don't have to be brutal. And that's one thing that I'm working on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's like so these are these are trying parts of me, not saying that I have everything, but but also like the acting of integrity, like man, that that's so important. Like that's what I want to develop in my young Oh yeah. My daughter's life. Yes. Is being in being a person of integrity. Especially in the positions that we're in now, like it's vital that we are people of integrity. Mm-hmm. Doing what we say we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. When we say we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Like because we're not only gaining the trust of other people, but it's even trusting ourselves. Oh, for to sure, accomplish man. something. Yeah, know? and <clears throat> that takes me back to like I remember my dad always telling me when I was you know growing coming up, you know, I say let your yes be yes and let your no be no. And like as a kid, I was just like, okay, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> all right, that sounds good. Yeah, and but as an adult, that's so deep, you know, like be. Be able to say no. 
Yeah. And then let that let that be. You know, okay, no, I, I'm not going to do that because I don't have time or I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then, or yes, I'll be there and then be there. Yeah. You know, so like that's so crucial, especially like in how you treat people, you know, um, and then that goes into like boundaries and, um, you know, speaking your own truth is like, okay, I'm not going to allow myself to be around these people. I'm not going to allow myself to do that because of X, Y, Z. All right. Moving along. Any else? Any other words? Mr. Oh, uh, <laughs> I look like you're ready to talk. So I know I was, I was. And then you said, Oh, next one. And I was like, Oh, huh. <laughs> I know when I listen back to that and I hear that, I'm going to be like, oh, gee. <laughs> anyway, you know what I was going to say about listening. First of all, the listening part is, um, you know, when you li- when you actively listen to somebody, it lets them know that you care, you know, that yeah. you're engaged and you honestly are interested in what they're talking about. For sure. And, uh, and I'd like you, like you, like you said, I, I, I wasn't used to people like, like listening to me like that. Yeah. And I know that there are two examples right now. I, I, I'm not going to give any names, but there are two people who I know I've said the same exact thing to, but I can honestly say that only one of them listened. One of them heard me. Oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. They heard what I was saying and they understood the message that I was trying to convey. And I know this because of their feedback afterwards. Yeah. And so that, like, again, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm using that empathy. Like, I know what that feels like now. I mean, and so, you know, and going forward, I try to try to listen. And as a Native person, you know, one of those things that, you know, they say in active listening, you know, make eye contact, let them know. But, mm-hmm. but we, we don't really do that. No. Whole, I mean, we're not going to sit here and just like, Stare into each other's eyes, yeah, because that's weird for us. Yeah, you know that's not how it's just a cultural thing for those of you that don't know. But everything else, you know, and and like a lot of times, like I'll be sitting there, like look like I'm half asleep, but I'm listening to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 so that's something I try to actively do, and then just to let the other person know that yeah, I care about what you have to say. Because yeah. that goes a long way, especially people with, you know, in recovery, uh, people with, you know, depression or things like that. Because then you're validating what they're, what it is that they're trying to, to say. Yeah, and I think that's the bottom line is, like, you're validating them. Yeah. Like that, <clears throat> um, what's it called, motivational interviewing. Yeah. You just kind of repeat what they said to them, what they, you know, whatever they said, and you just kind of repeat it back in your own words, and they're like, oh, okay, this person heard me. Yeah. And then that kind of establishes a connection. Yeah, de-escalates yeah. the situation as well. The CIT, um, crisis intervention training. Yeah. <clears throat> um, crisis intervention team. Oh, team. Yeah, yeah. Team, 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 team. Um, what was I, what else were you going to say? That, yeah, yeah, oh, that was it. The validation. Very, very important. Validating, yeah, because I know how I feel when somebody doesn't listen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you say? I was <laughs> what were you saying there, JC? Huh? <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> it's funny. My two coworkers, I work with two ladies, and 
I was laughing like they're my office mates because <laughs> the other one was doing something yesterday. She was sitting there, and I was trying to talk to her, and I didn't realize she was on her computer. Yeah. And she, like, stopped everything she was doing. She's like, okay, Randy, you have my full attention. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing because the day before, the other lady did that. She didn't say it, but she did it to me. She's like... I was talking and I didn't realize like because I everybody like a lot of times I'm thinking out loud, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. and then like I didn't realize she was on her computer. <laughs> <laughs> she like uh, put everything away. She like turned around when I just, just looked at me, and, and she like I was like, oh man, she's really paying attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But the mom and them came, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just kind of funny, man. Okay, now you have my full attention. <laughs> no, okay. So I remember what I was trying to say. Now, um, <clears throat> that cultural piece. Like, I go into meetings and man, like, like where I work is like majority, like ninety percent natives that work there. So then, like, I know I don't have to make eye contact to talk to them. Even like right now in a podcast, I hardly look at you guys. I'm just talking, and that's totally fine with us. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't have to make eye contact. Um. And then, like, but we go to meetings, and there's non-natives there, Caucasians in the meeting, and I forget, and I just talk, 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 and I'm staring at the wall the whole time, and I'm talking, and I'm like, oh, shoot, there's non-natives here. So then I have to start, like, looking around and <laughs> yeah. looking at them while I'm talking. Uh, so that's always, like, a dynamic that you brought up. And I think another thing, too, and just kind of going off the rails a little bit, but another part of that is, like, silence. Yeah. So for us, silence is cool. Yeah, I mean it's there's nothing. I mean there's no, but I I remember when I was going up, I was attending MSU Billings, and there was a kid up there. He was from uh, Pittsburgh, mm. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we're sitting in uh, this other guy's room, and he's got the Super Nintendo or whatever the console of the day was. Yeah, this was a while ago. Anyway, Atari, ColecoVision. When you're at EMC. I'm done talking to you. You're not, you're not listening to me. I don't feel validated here. Anyway, so we're, we're sitting there and I'm playing it and he's just sitting there watching me. And then, you know, I'm just just chilling, you know, like yeah, yeah. The, as we would probably do. And finally he kind of goes, how oh, come you never say anything? What's wrong with you? And then I just kind of, I mean, I heard it, but I wasn't, you know, and I just kind of, well, because I don't have anything to say. And then I just kind of went back. Went back to playing. Yeah. yeah, and then he was like, you know, he was trying to explain, but that's weird, you know, that's like, how come you don't talk? Yeah. There's something wrong with you? Or, you, you know, basically trying to say, are you a a-hole? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I was telling him, I was like, no, I just don't got nothing to say. I mean, yeah. if I have something to say, I'll say it. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, it reminds me of, like, my my, my grandpa, Philip. Man, we could drive from prior all the way into Billings and not say one word. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in that's just the way it was. Yeah, like not, not even anything like radio, nothing either. Nothing, too. Just cruising. Just cruising. Yeah, I mean, like me and my kids would do that in the morning. I take them to school. Like some days, man, I'll just jump in. Like I don't even turn on radio, and it's not even like conscious. Like we just go and we're yeah. quiet for like you know maybe like ten, fifteen minutes of the drive. I'm like oh shoot, I better make sure these guys got all their stuff, you know. And then I'll start talking <laughs> to them. Hey, did you get your lunch? Put your lunch in your backpack, you know, and I'll start talking, asking them questions. Um, so, yeah, I'm totally cool with just chilling and not being quiet. I mean, being quiet. Yeah. 
All right, on to the next one. Uh, treat everyone with kindness, not because they are kind-hearted, but because you are. One of the greatest gifts we can give another is kindness. If someone is in need, lend a helping hand. Don't do it only for the people you like and respect. That's easy. But also for the ones who drive you crazy and those who you don't even know. True kindness lies in the act of grieving, giving without the expectation of getting something in return. Kind of got dark there, didn't it? I'll reread that. True <laughs> kindness lies in the act of giving without the expectation of getting something in return. R.I.P. Kesha. <laughs> I know, this guy trying to joke around, just killing people off. <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking, after I read that, I was thinking about it last night and I, I think I mentioned this. If I didn't mention it to you when we were not recording, I might have mentioned it on a previous podcast. But there are things that I do throughout my day that you know are, I guess, acts of kindness. Like I do things for other people yeah. that nobody will ever know about. Oh yeah, for and sure. I don't. I don't. Oh man, you know what I did today for so and so, and you know I did this and I did, because that's not why I do it. I do it because it makes me feel good, and then you know I'm helping somebody out. Yeah. yeah. And I only mention it now because I think I, I want to use it to kind of, I guess, lead by example in a way. Oh yeah, for sure. Like because there, there's a, there's a like a, I can think of a thousand things that I would do for somebody without ever nobody, even that person, a lot of times won't even know it. Maybe yeah. Um, just and just a quick example. Uh, I'll I'll let this one go just as an example, but. Uh, there's an older gentleman who, who lives in the same building as me, and he's got one of them, those those walkers with the wheels and stuff. Oh, yeah, A little yeah. fancy one, too. You know, you can turn it around, and he sits down. And, but he, he was coming out the door, and I was just now getting off of work. I'm tired, and I'm kind of grumbly. And, but he had these three trash bags, and it could have been anything. It could have been his laundry. It could have. So I said, what you got there? And he goes, oh, I'm trying to get to the dumpster, and I'm going to check my mail. And I said, all right, well, hold on. And I put my stuff window on put my stuff away and I came back out and I grabbed his three bags and I threw them away. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't, you know, I just basically stole his trash. From him. <laughs> yeah. But he, he goes, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. My leg's really hurting today. And I was like, yeah, no problem. You know, and I oh, just yeah, for sure. went about my day. What if he threw the wrong thing away? What if it was his laundry? What'd you do that for? <laughs> no, but, I, but I think that's important, man. Like, Growing up, man, like my mom, she showed us love. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, she demonstrated it. She never talked about it, but it was like all our friends were welcome. Oh, yeah. And she just loved on them like they were her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and even growing up, like, that's kind of been instilled in my brother, myself. Like, mm. uh, there's a lot of stuff that I don't share. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's like, and what actually grinds my gears, like grinds my gears, is like when people do stuff and then they like post it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, I. It could be. Oh, I bought these guys coffee today, or you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, there was a port. There was a homeless guy on the corner, and I bought him uh, food today, or gave yeah. him twenty dollars. Like that kind of stuff grinds yeah. my gears. Yeah. I'm like, dang man, like. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I think especially like Native Americans, I think it's almost in our nature. I want to say 
to be nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know not all natives are nice, but it's kind of like when it's too, with each other, though, we kind of are. Yeah. Like, does that? Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, like. Yeah, and I know, like, you just brought back to mind a bunch of memories, like, because we had a swimming hole outside of my parents' house. Um, <clears throat> and, like, my friends would come over and we'd go swimming and stuff. And then, like, afterwards, and, like, they're like, oh, can we change inside? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And then, like, we go inside. And then, like, my mom would, like, she had, like, food out. Yeah. For everybody that came over and swam, you know, and I'm like, oh, cool. And then, like, we all sit down and grub out, you know? Yeah. And we get changed and then we go, go shoot some hoops or something, you know? And, like, I never told her, never told her that they were coming over or anything. Like, usually they just showed up. Yeah. Hey, let's go swimming. Let's go, you know? And then, so then in return, you know, I do that for my kids. Yeah. You know, like, hey, can we pick up so-and-so and go to the movies? I'm like, yeah, let's go, man. Ask their parents. What's their parents' number? Let's go pick them up. Boom, and we'll go, you know? So, yeah, that that modeling, so that's why I do that. Yeah. I, I, like, well, I grew up in town, right? So yeah. The the one place that we always used to go was uh, Joyce D. Cranes mm. and, and, you know, hang out with that Luke, in Luke's room. Yeah. And, and Man, there would be a, like a handful of us, like ten of us at a time in that little room, yeah. and we'd be back there listening to music and you know just wiling out, you know, yeah. just a bunch of res kids. But she always, you know, she'd she'd knock on the door and you don't even have to say anything. You yeah, know? you don't even have to say, "Oh, is Luke here?" She would just say, "Oh yeah, they're back there," and then you yeah. just walk back there. And she never once got after. Well, she got after us for smoking one time, but she got, <laughs> she caught us outside smoking yeah, cigarettes. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, other than that, man, she was just so welcoming. She always let us come into her place. You know, it'd be cold outside. Mm-hmm. And it was a place for us to hang out, and listen to music. It was it was safe. Uh, yeah. and I'll never forget that 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 environment that she provided, and it was mm. so got some good memories. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure, man, that's good. Yeah, I think that part about the <clears throat> the little explanation there, saying you know that like doing that kind of stuff like for people that you like is easy. It's doing like. I think I've been trying to like push myself to do that for people that drive you crazy. Uh, that yeah, part, yeah, you know, and like so, I'm just like that's one thing I'm actively working on. You know, that's tough for me. Oh, yeah. Well, like the the example that popped into my mind is a, a certain coworker, and he's just his attitude is just really, really. We'll say not. I'll be diplomatic and say it's not good. Okay, and uh, you know, and they're. Yeah. they're there are times when I just want to say, I just want to, you know, tell this guy off. And, yeah. you know, you old rotten son of a... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then when I, in my interactions with him, I do the best to be kind and polite and courteous and say thank you, sir, and excuse me. And, you know, and just killing him softly is what I try to tell me. Not, not that I, you know... Yeah. But I mean that, and it and it. Killing himself, <laughs> leave with my song. His song. His oh, song. his song. His song. Somebody's song. Killing me so One time. With his song. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> I think it's funny when they don't even match the thing. <laughs> I know. That's why it's funny. But you you also need that person to say, that was horrible. (laughs) How are you guys doing? But but you know, that that there are times when I have to really fight back those feelings because, and it would be easy for me to say, hey, you're you're no No. good. 
no good blah 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 but <coughs> it takes it takes effort to say excuse me or thank you yeah. or i appreciate that and and i think that kind of maybe i'm wrong but i think that kind of goes in line with what that oh yeah yeah definitely like <clears throat> the kindness and in the previous one don't be judgmental like at work man you know i won't say who but there is one particular person there too like coworker. Like, I just can't, like, you know, because, like, it has to, it goes back to that thing where I'm, like, you know, I'll bust my ass for an event or whatever, for work, you know, because that, you know, when it's time to work, it's time to work. Yeah. You know, um, so I go in there wholeheartedly, 100%, I give 100%, and then if I, like, if I see someone not giving 100%, then I'm just like, ugh, you know? And it's just been like a, a battle in my own mind, you know, just like, okay. And it goes back to that, you know, accepting people for who they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think it, you know, this person's non-native, so it's just kind of, it's really like, it's a test. It's a battle for me, you yeah. know. But I, I'm going kindness, you know, like you said, kill more kindness and try not to be judgmental. Try not to be that guy. It's you got to like, screw this. <laughs> Literally, you, you said it. I didn't. You said it. I didn't. Who put these chairs together? I got a screw loose. <laughs> you put that one together. <laughs> and I'll shut up now. Carry on. I had no hand in putting chairs together. Just digging that hole deeper. Go ahead. Carry on, please. Please. I was Save. cooking. Okay. Anyway, uh, don't try to make yourself great by making someone else look small. The moment you think you have the right to belittle others because you are better than they are is the moment you prove you have no power. People tend to make others feel how they themselves feel, whether great, whether it's great or small. If you can't help, if you can't offer help, support, or love, at least do everything in your power not to hurt them or make them feel small. Treat everyone you meet with honor. Ooh, I know, wee. right? I know. The, the one I like about that was the moment you try to do all that, then you prove to you that you have no power. Oof. And I'm like, Ugh, that's, yeah. that's, that's some truth right there. Because, I mean, and, and I, I was telling my daughter this the last time I was talking to her. I was like, negative people, I said, misery loves company. So people who are in a negative state want to pass that on. Yeah. And they'll yeah. do anything in their power to get you to be like that. I said, but you, you have a choice not to buy into it. Right, and, and the other part that stuck out was that they want they want you to feel how they feel. Mm-hmm. So, I, if if it, it, it all ties together, you know, being judgmental or putting people down or gossiping or talking about other people, yeah, that to me is is a sign of uh, of pain. I guess, for lack of a better word, hurt. Hurt. Yeah, you're hurting. Yep. You're suffering. And so if I'm suffering, I want you to suffer too. Yeah. I want you to feel the way I feel. And so rather than lifting myself up, I try to pull everybody down. Mm. That's how I, I would level the playing field. But the inverse of that would be to lift others up, and in doing so, I'm lifted up. Yeah. You raise me up. (laughs) Oh, raise me up. 
Where are you guys getting these songs? I don't know. I'll <laughs> sing. I think it's Celine Dion <laughs> sings that song. You, you just it up? Yeah. Yeah. This guy just started, started going to I just gospel. fell in line. <laughs> sing it, brother. But that, I mean, I, I think that kind of goes a long way. Like, you see it on social media all the time. Like, for the record, I've deactivated social media. I don't know how long for it. Could be tomorrow. Could be two weeks. Could be, you know what I mean? But it, it's like I got tired of seeing that. Like the mm. whole, like the negative, and it makes me negative as well. Mm. Like mm. by what I consume, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. um, I become what I eat. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's like you you see people like put other people on blast, and it's like, man, like, and I always ask the question, like, why were you so mad that you had to let the whole world know? Mm. Mm. Like. And then I look at my older self. I'm like, man, I remember when I was doing stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, all in your emotions, yeah, yeah, all in my emotions. And then like, so yeah, but but you think about it, and it's like, okay, yeah, hurt people, hurt people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like putting in the work to become, yeah, like whole, healed mm-hmm. myself for sure. Yeah, and like that, that reminded me of that post I shared. Remember, like that day I went into treatment, September 9th, twenty fifteen. I screamed. I thought of that just now when I, I said, "Oh, I like, caught that brainwave, man!" Because I thought it. I shared it with you guys. Right? Yeah. Like I was cussing everybody out and saying, "I know who the real ones are." Blah blah blah. <laughs> keeping uh, it real goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he told them. Yeah, I, that was my last post before I went into detox. So. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Do you st- do you remember writing that post? I do not. I do not remember that. That's why when I see it, I was like, "What?" That was like the first time because I don't I don't like to go into the memories because yeah. I don't like to cringe at what I used to post. Yeah. And then that day, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna check out my other posts," and then I went all the way back to that one, and man, I busted all laughing. I was like, "Man, this guy, <laughs> <laughs> drunk guy, <laughs> hungover guy." <And> <laughs> Yeah, that whole um, man. To me, like the underlying underlying thing of this like whole, don't try to make yourself great. Like pride, don't let that pride get in there. Yeah, and I've been, you know, that's one thing that I try not to get. You know, I start thinking highly of myself. Yeah, and start thinking, well, oh, I did this. I put on this event, and blah blah blah. And I try not to go there with that. If I start thinking that way, man, right away, man, what I do is I stop. I call time out. Hold up. Time out. Full time out, ref. And I pray. And I say, man, take this pride from me. I give you this pride. I don't want I don't want this pride. Because um, what's the old saying, the old cliche, pride become, comes before the fall. Yeah, haughtiness comes before the fall. Yeah. That's proverb. Yeah. So... I don't want to go down that, man. So whenever I start feeling prideful, and I'm saying, hold, hold up, man. Hold up. Hey. Yeah. And I, I, I you know, I just like, you know, I got to let that go. I got to let that go, man. You know, or talk about it. It's like, hey, I'm trying to be prideful right now. I just wanted to tell you that, you know, just get it out. Yeah. I know. I know for me in the past, it was false pride. Mm-hmm. It was being in a in a negative space in a neg- in a negative spot in my life where you know emotionally mentally whatever the case may be and then using that false pride um another term that goes around is junkie pride 
Mm. You know, like, oh, man, I can drink a whole bottle of vodka and not even, and still drive all the way back to Bapu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, 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 that ain't nothing to be proud of. Heck that's, no, man. That, but you know, but you know that mentality of it. Like, yeah. Or, 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 oh, look at this guy passed out already, man. We could. Cheap guy. Oh, where's your Sharpie at? Or, Color on his face. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> but, but you know that false pride, like I had to invent it to, to not only bring people down, but to, I guess, I don't know, man. I, I'm like he said. I'm not getting the verbiage is not coming to me right now. I yeah, he's kind of creating that that achievement that can. So then you could feel pride about that. Feel yeah, good about feel yourself. Good about, yeah, even right. though it was a, it was a negative thing to yeah just to make something up and then create that achievement to where I now I don't feel bad as bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I remember like yeah, man. I prided myself on getting that half a G and boop, 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 getting four bubbles out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like doing it in front of people. Do, do, oh, man, I got yeah, like four bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like when, like, you know, we'd be drinking around and people say, man, you're still going, holy cow, you can drink. You know? Yeah. And I don't think they were being yeah, they complimentary. Weren't, they weren't no, complimenting no. me. But you but took it as a compliment. How, that's how I took it. Yeah, yeah I Same know here. I can. Same here. No, I can't. You know what, man? These guys are weak. We can't hang. Go ahead. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I want to. Let's move on. <laughs> but All right. okay. the, I guess the last part that kind of get me is like treat everyone you meet with honor. And that's hard. Ooh. You know, honoring people. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I wouldn't say like. So I was talking to somebody today, and there was a lot of things that I was going through for the past year and a half. Um, and I and I shared with somebody today this morning, and and I was like, "Man, thank you for listening to me." Because, and I apologize. I'm like, "Man, I apologize for using you as a." I basically unloaded on them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Without realizing it. Oh yeah. Um. Because of all the things that I was feeling and going through. Yeah. And, um, like, I apologize. I go, forgive me. And, like, yeah, but I was like, I didn't know how to express myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're Mm. like, you're like finding, finding ways to express, because at no point in time, was it ever an intention of mine to make anybody else look bad or, or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like finding ways to express, but also being honorable in disagreement. Mm. Like, that's hard. Like, being oh. like, I honor your whatever whatever the person is, like, as a person. Like, I honor you as a person, but I don't agree with you 100%, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm still going to treat you with dignity and respect. Yeah. But I also want to express how I feel. Yeah. In that relationship. And that's hard. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. There's yeah. like a, I seen a meme the other day that said, like, said my, my child just said, said, oh, I don't believe in that. But I respect that you believe in that. Yeah. He said there's a lot, he has a lot more wisdom than I do or something like that. And I was just kind of read that and I was like, oh, that's pretty powerful. You know, I mean, that, okay, that might not be what I believe. That might not be what, you know, I'm thinking, but okay. You think that? That's all right. Cool. Yeah. 
And I just was like, a lot of this is like <clears throat> going back to like, um, I only have control of my own actions. But like the old me tries to seep through at times and trying to control everything. Yeah. Trying to control this person's action, this person's action. And there's another thing that I read, another meme that said that <clears throat> if someone is genuinely excited, happy about something and you belittle them, then you are the worst type of person. Yeah. Man, that was real convicting to me. Because even though I might not um, belittle them or belittle something that, you know, somebody's excited about something, um, but, like, if I don't agree with it, like, I might not belittle them, you know, that's not me anymore. But in my head, I'm like, that's freaking stupid, you know? And that was real convicting to me in that aspect that I would even, that I would, I think that, you know, because then, like, I shouldn't. It reminds me of, like, a running joke uh, with me and my buddy, um, one of my good friends, Fred Al. Yeah. Because <clears throat> we're both jokers and stuff, and we like to tease each other, but he's posting pictures of, like, awesome-looking food. Yeah. But we were talking on the phone, and we're, he's got a kick out of it. And um, <laughs> He's mm. like, go come. Because he cooked, like, some elk meat birria tacos. Uh-huh. Which looked amazing, like yeah. you know. Oh, he like, cooked those foods. Yeah. Oh, I and thought he was like, at a cafe or something. No, yeah, like so, like he cooked these. He's been like he's a good cook, or whatever. Yeah. But he cooked them, and I'm like, that looks alright. That looks average. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's like never giving him a compliment. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking on the phone. He's like, and we just talking. I go. What if I went to your uh, picture and I said, man, that looks cool, but I tasted your food before and it looks bland. I'm glad you took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like undercutting compliments. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You, you kind of compliment him, but then you like cut him down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, you, it's it's almost like, yeah, like that. Under, but, but it's still in our way. That's yeah. It's our way of. But he was in that joke, and I was yeah. in that, like, we were joking, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about it, and then I posted it, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I'm like, oh, that looks like it tastes good or whatever, yeah. but, like, it's like those under, I don't know how to explain those type of jokes. Like, you're, yeah. like, it's complimenting almost, somebody, but you're not really complimenting somebody? Yeah, yeah, Oh, what are those called? It's like a compliment disguised as a yeah. insult. Yeah. Uh, insult disguised as a compliment. Kind of like or that. Both, depending on where your head's at. Yeah, like yeah. that old saying that everybody used to say when we used to firefight. And they're like, I don't care what they say about you, man. You're a good guy in my book. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like using that kind of stuff. Well, that was like halfway through the list. And I think that's a good place to, you know, pause, take a time out, and then we'll come back with part two. Yes. Definitely. Two. And um, during October, I wanted to bring in some. Some guests. We're going to have some guests in October, okay. definitely. And then, like, I wanted to get into kind of, like, some stories. Oh, backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. That's it right there. Okay, yeah. 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 But I wanted to bring in some guests and talk about kind of the scarier side of the addiction. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, like, talk about that kind of being October in the oh. spirit of Halloween, you know, talking more about. Maybe we, some shadow people. Did we, did we start before or after Halloween? After. 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 Right after. Okay. So we didn't do a Halloween special. Yeah, so we're going to. It's getting to be those holidays, so <clears throat> Thanksgiving special, Christmas special. Yeah. Yep. We didn't do a 4th of July special. 
Why would you do we that? We didn't. What did we? Um, when did we? When was Fourth of July? It was like on July Fourth. <laughs> was it Saturday or Sunday? No, no, it was, it was on a Monday. Sunday. Was it a Monday? Yeah, it was a Monday. Okay, so we did it like a week before. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> Somebody slap him. On July Fourth, <laughs> just like that too. Uh, on July Fourth. On July Fourth. Remember we quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. That voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for bringing it in the main topic, but we're not done yet. We're going to get into our speak on it. So, DJ, are you queued up? DJ, hit me with that B. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. And that, bro, speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right, all right, all right. It's Mo Hugs, not drugs, and I got you for the next five minutes. And today, um, I just want to talk about where I'm at in my recovery, where I'm at on the red road, and you know, just passing that mile marker six. You know, just got over that six years, just got to that six years of my recovery, and according to the medicine wheel teachings, you know, now I'm going into my fall season um the fall season of my life of my of my walking the red road and what happens in the fall you know the leaves start or the trees start losing their leaves they are at first the leaves start changing color and then ultimately then the leaves start falling out starts to get colder um so where i'm at is you know i'm starting to identify um individuals that are in my corner and starting to lean on them more getting whatever's going on in my head out um so like randy and jc you know really confiding in them and what's going on in my own life and what where i'm going or whatever i'm thinking or whatever i'm dealing with and doing that here on the podcast sharing my experience strength and hope um you know today <clears throat> it was a busy day and stuff but man i got excited i was like, oh cool man podcast time time to record i'm gonna go share some experience strength and hope share my perspective get on my soapbox here tonight and i was just like i was pumped you know i even after a long busy day had meeting after meeting after meeting talking to this person talking to that person something like a broken record all day long but then boom come to come time for podcasts all right cool this is this is one of this is one of my sanctuaries this is a place where i can get out what i've been going through and <clears throat> You know, still dealing with the grief, being conscious of being conscious that I am still grieving. Um, and I'll probably, I know the more I read up on grieving and stuff, it's like probably going to be for like the rest of my life. Um, <clears throat> going through the different stages and being cognizant of where I'm at in that cycle of whatever I'm going through, through that stages of grief, whether it be denial, whether it be acceptance, angry bartering um so on and so forth uh, just being aware of that and acknowledging that even though like i said it on my birthday for my recovery for walking the red road that never allowing myself to feel accomplished even though i've been at i've gotten to that six-year mark not letting myself be like okay i've arrived because those thoughts are coming they're definitely coming 
And I feel like, and I've been having using dreams, which is kind of odd. Usually I have like one or two a year in the past couple years, but I've been having them more frequent, maybe like once a week for the past month or so. I've been having using dreams and I just wake up and I'm like, oh, awesome. That was just a dream. So glad that was just a dream. And I use those as reminders as well that by the grace of God, you know, I'm still sober and that was just a dream, but that I could easily go back to that. You know, that's the easy thing to do is to go back to using and escaping reality. That's the easy thing to do. But what I'm called to do is to walk the red road. And the byproducts of walking the red road is I get to help people. I get to meet people where they're at and then point them in the right direction. And I don't do that for them. I do that for my own recovery. Because I can't keep what I ha- I can't keep what I have unless I give some of it away. And I'll continue to do that. I'll continue to identify more people that are that I can have in my corner that have been there that I'm trying to be cognizant of okay who's supporting me here and who's not because like those leaves that fall off the tree I want those people that ain't truly in my corner I want them to start falling off I want to start setting up those boundaries and start leaving them behind because I don't want them to deter what I'm trying to do here and that is to help I just want to help I just want to help Possible, you know, I just want to help some help somebody that is hopeless. Give them a little spark of hope. Um, help them find the red road, and you know that's what I want to do. You know, and that's been my mission since September ninth, twenty fifteen. I want. I just want to help. I want to help. So that's my speak on it. That's all I got for today. Thanks for tuning in. Mo hugs, not drugs. Signing out. Peace. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. In it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Hey, yo, what's up? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Um, where am I at in my walk on the red road? Um, I'm right here. <laughs> you know, um, th- hi, I'm right here. This is me. Uh, no, well, um, I was thinking about this, you know, and Josiah brought it up and said we can use the speak on it to kind of talk about where we're at. And I, coming up on eight years, uh, if you would have told me that nine years ago, I would have said, man, whatever you're drinking, let me have some. But it, and, and I really, and you know, I've told these guys before, you know, I really don't like saying that because. For me personally, this is my personal thing is that I've only been sober since I woke up this morning. I have today. The fact that I put eight years of today's together is I won't diminish that fact. I won't diminish the accomplishment. It's awesome. Um, and I'm still, you know, I still struggle with some things. I, I always get these conspiracy theories about myself. Um, and th- that old way of thinking always tries to creep back up and I spend a lot of my time, actually, my my day, since I, I I work with other people, but I, you know, I'm not like right next to them all the time, so we're not I'm not holding conversations with them, so I have a lot of time to think, 
and sometimes that's a that's a bad thing for me because I overthink. I start getting these 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 old these old thought patterns in my head and I coming up with these wild ideas that oh this is gonna go this way and this is you know, and so I I'm definitely not perfect in in that aspect, but I I I know I've learned a lot just in the last two days. I've had recent events that more than anything it it um it strengthened my faith in my higher power because what I do a lot during the day is I pray. I commune with the source and 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 I for me I have to really uh I have to remember the facts that my my higher power my creator has shown me his you know his will for me in the past and also that my prayers are answered maybe not in the way that i would expect maybe not as fast as i would expect but they do come to fruition and so um you know i i can see that now uh working still working on um how i handle day to day things uh i i think i'm doing a pretty good job I'm definitely not a runner anymore. You know, before I would just run and hide from, you know, any problem that came along. But now it's like I part of a big part of it would be trust, you know, trusting the people around me, you know, to not only say, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is how I feel. What do you think? And and then being able to accept that feedback, whether good, bad whatever the case may be. So it's it's something that I, you know, I, I don't know if, if I'll ever stop learning that, and that's fine. You know, I'm always trying to grow. Um, but I guess long story short is that, you know, some of you may have, may have already heard this, is that I am not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was. And for me, that's a good thing. That's that's an amazing thing, and I could see it in um, the things that I'm involved in now. Uh, I got to say that a lot of that really doesn't even have to, anything to do with me. Like I'm writing other people's coattails, you know, um, because of Josiah and because of Randy. There are things that I'm able to do that almost I don't want to say they come easy, but I, I'm able to do them. It, it's kind of, I don't really know how to put it, but, and I'm absolutely grateful for that. Um, you know, eight years ago, had you told me that I'd be part of like something like the cross community reconciliation program, I would have just said, what, what did you just say? You know, I would have, man, that, that sounds nuts. And even then, when I was asked, I, I to be honest, I was perv- I was completely scared. I was like, I was like, oh man, what am I doing? But part of the way that I'm walking the red road now is to take those chances to stick my, or to put myself out there, right? And I don't think I would have been asked if I, the people like Josiah, didn't believe in the fact that I could do it, that I had something to offer, that I was valuable to, you know, what was going on. And I have to start being able to accept that. Like, I've changed and for the better, and people see that, and now they're, 
they're you know I'm, I'm getting involved in all this stuff and it's it's really exciting and it's crazy too because that's one of those prayers that i said that i you know that i um one of the things that i asked the creator for was i want to help people i mean that's my bottom line that's my uh mission in life is to help others and that's part of it that's this here this podcast is part of it um sometimes it's hard because you know we we talk about ourselves and we put ourselves out there and that's not easy but at the same time it's fulfilling it's i think it's necessary and to in order to lead that lead that charge towards well-briety for others um have to be willing to show by example and it's scary for me i gotta be honest but at the same time i get so much out of it i gained two brothers who are just amazing individuals i've got a lot of new friends real friends i'm not talking about those drinking partners the ones that are gone the next morning and you're hungover or that only come around when you got money i'm talking about people that know me they know my dirt they know my past and yet they still help me, like Randy's always saying, they're still helping me find that gold within myself. And I'm eternally grateful um, for each and every day that I have. It's Now it's about quality. It's not about quantity. And I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to start rambling now, so I will just cut myself off there. I want to thank everybody for supporting us, supporting me. Uh, Josiah and Randy, I'm going to speak for them too. But, you know, that support and that love that people share. Oh, man, we listen to your podcast, and it's great, and you guys are doing a good job. And, you know, thank you for, for being leaders in that way. And it's kind of, you know, Randy was just not talking about it earlier. It's kind of, it's a, for me, it's like an awkward feeling. Like, okay, you know, I just we're just being ourselves. You know, three raised kids with a recorder. So I just want to say we're eternally grateful to all of you listeners out there. And please split, spread the word, please. That's all I got because I can't even talk, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. And it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Man, when uh, when we were asked this question, like, where are you at? I'm really in a place of just accepting things as they are. Not trying to force anything. If things happen, they happen. If they don't happen, they don't happen. Ultimately, I just want to be moving forward and making progress in my life. And and I think it it is, and, and kind of to go along with what Josiah was saying, like shaking the tree and the leaves that fall off, they're the ones that fall off, right? Like, that's where I'm at, and, and it, it's just kind of like you can add or subtract. And right now I really don't care about what's subtracted from my life as long as I become better for it and head in the right direction. Um, but just being at a place of peace in my life where it was just chaos for so long, being in a peaceful state of mind, not saying that every day is perfect or, you know, every word that I say is peaceful or, you know what I mean? Like, 
But just realizing, like, yo, like, I value this time and this peace right now because I understand we're headed in the right direction. And just recently, just getting rid of a lot of baggage in my own personal thought life, getting rid of stuff that hold me back rather than push me forward. Um, And it's just a, a better place to be for lack of a better word. And I'm proud of the fact that I've made it this far, almost seven years. Like, I I think about it, and I'm like, man, like, I never saw it possible, but something was even proposed to me today that made me realize, like, how good God is. And I'm thankful that I'm in the right relationship with him. I may not do everything perfect, but at the same time, I'm like, man, thank you for always being faithful, even when I've been unfaithful. And, man, everything is just like everything in my life is changing from my personal life to my professional life to my public service life. Like, all that, like, is changing for the better. And some things that were held dear, near and dear to me are being subtracted. And some things that were out of reach to me are being added. And I'm just thankful to be there and then realize, like, man, all... Like, I don't take none of the credit I'm just doing and allowing myself to be guided in the right direction. And I'm not where I'm going to end up. It's just the beginning. And I'm thankful for that, man. I'm thankful for every listener. I'm thankful for everybody that even critiques us. Um, If you got it in yourself to find recovery, find it, do whatever it takes to survive that and realize, like, you got a champion inside of you. Thank you, guys. Uh hey, all right. Episode forty eight is in uh is in the box or what? Is a wrap? It's a wrap. It's a rabbity rabbity wrap. And with that we're gonna sign out. We appreciate all of you listeners all over Flat Earth. Uh please stay please share the unspoken words gospel, Billy Graham style. Um we love you, we appreciate you. Um keep supporting us. Shinnick. Bye. What's up, Hollerichi boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey, yo, it's Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs, Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.